Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Team USA is training hard and ready for the Olympic Games. And so is Jacob. Woo! I've got my lucky shirt and Xfinity Flex. Oh, yeah. Jacob's family got Xfinity Internet with the best Wi-Fi for their home and a Flex 4K streaming box free, plus Peacock Premium included. So Jacob is ready for anything. Go Team USA! With medal ceremonies, highlights, interviews, and more, plus all his favorite streaming apps in one place. Can your internet do that? Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Peacock subscription required. Xfinity, proud partner of Team USA. On today's Monday Agenda, I'm talking about the Player of the Year. I'm going to be using the selections that Celtic have given us on their website. I'm talking about the British Super League, the story that broke after the collapse of the Super League last week. And I'm talking about the final derby of the season. If you want to get involved in the conversation, just drop me a comment below. I'll try to get back to everyone and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. It really helps the channel grow. I'm nearly at 2,000 subscribers, so I really would like to get there before this summer. So let's get straight into it. So let's start with Player of the Year. It seems a bit odd that we're choosing the Player of the Year, but it has to be done anyway because sponsors and all that there. So I'm going to be reading these off the Celtic website. These are the selections that Celtic have given us. So Christopher Iyer is off first. The rampaging defender has starred at both centre half and right back this season and he has played multiple positions for Celtic this year. Ryan Christie is up next. He has weighed in with some spectacular strikes for both club and country. I don't know what the country has to do with being Celtic Player of the Year, but let's move on to Scott Brown. Captain, leader, legend has led from the front again this season. Well, he actually led from the base of a diamond as opposed to leading from the front. David Turnbull, the new signing. The midfielder has enjoyed an impressive debut season for the Hoops, as he has. Moyel Yunusi, the skillful attacker, has enjoyed another successful loan spell. Callum McGregor, the playmaker, has again been a vital cog in the boys midfield and Odson Edward French Eddie has weighed in with some vital strikes again this year so let's start with Chris Fryer now for me Chris Fryer is the player of the season he is the outstanding player for Celtic this season despite the amount of goals that Celtic have shipped despite you know the catastrophic defence from set pieces I do think Chris Fryer is the best player that Celtic currently have in the team and he is the player that if you take him out of the team, it is really bad. Like if if you look through the midfield, for example, if you take Brown out, you can replace him easily enough with Sorrow. Cal McGregor, you know, you could probably fit someone in there. David Turnbull, you know, we've got multiple players in that position. Ryan Christie, you know, you can still play a couple of players there. Up front, we're a little bit, you know, little lacking in uh, star quality, so to speak. 
and even more so now that you know French Eddie might be the only striker left at Celtic Park at the end of the season but Christopher Iyer for me if you take him out of that defence you're left with a defence of Stephen Welsh and Shane, uh, Shane Duffy in centre back so that is where you're looking and you're like yeah he probably was the best player for Celtic this season Ryan Christie again let's listen he does a job does he do it that well not really but he hasn't been poor he hasn't been bad he just hasn't been good I just don't think he's good enough to progress Celtic to the level that we want Scott Brown we've spoken about him multiple times on the Hull Breakdown he actually has had a relatively okay season but the problem with playing Scott Brown in that base of a diamond or the base of the uh, 4-2-3-1 is that having Brown there creates this sort of cataclysmic event within Celtic squad and having him in the system that we played is worse for Celtic than not having him in that system so it wasn't that Scott Brown was playing awful I mean his stats were still there his running stats were still there but he pulls himself out of position too much and then with the fullbacks going up too far that causes issues at the back and then it also causes issues. For example, let's let's just use the last Rangers game. When Scott Brown jumped in there, he left a massive gap in behind him for Rangers to run into because Laxalt was too far forward. He was exposed and the goal happened. So that that's the problem with having Scott Brown in there. So it's his last season. He might get it just for the sympathy vote. David Turnbull has actually been good. Again, yes, he actually has been good. So that's where you could also make the argument where he gets it as opposed to Christopher Iyer or someone else getting it because David Turnbull has actually had a really good season and the problem with it and the frustration that many Celtic fans will have including me is that it took until was it December to really get him into the team and you're like where was this where was this at the start of the season where was this in Europe why didn't we just bother to play him why didn't we bother him give him, give him a chance give him an opportunity when he got the opportunity, he took it. He was excellent. So that's the frustration with David Turnbull. Moyel, you know, see, not having given a lone player, player of the season, absolutely not having it. He may or may not be at Celtic this season, next season coming. I have spoken about this already. I don't think Celtic should fork out the amount of money that Moyel Eunice is going to cost. I think he's going to cost between 6 and 10 million. I don't think he's worth that. He's not um, consistent enough. He doesn't. He doesn't do it often enough he's he does it he's Celtic's second top goal scorer I believe in this season and he's a good player don't get me wrong I don't want to come off as if I'm saying Mario Yunusi is just Joe Saab I just don't think that he does it consistently enough for the price tag that Celtic would have to fork out because Celtic would have to fork out probably about 60% 70% of the budget this season just to get El Yunusi is he worth that when you've got gaping holes in the defence probably no strikers at the club next season I just don't think my illness is worth that. So, And I also do not think that he's player of the season. I'm just not having giving a lone player player of the season. As hard as that is, because Celtic have about 15,000 loans. Cal McGregor, playmaker. I, I really like Cal McGregor. I think he tries his best. And again, we're talking about that Scott Brown position. He was doing two jobs this season when Scott Brown was playing. So I I think, again, he, he, he falls into the bracket with Barkas, with Ayeti with Klamala if he had stayed at the club I'm willing to give these players an opportunity next year because you know they weren't coached right it was a shit show John Kennedy doesn't seem to have made it much better made it a little bit better 
but not much better. So I don't think Cal McGregor was good enough this season to be player of the year. Absolutely not. And then Odson Edward, he's out of the gap. I don't think he's worth getting it, even though he's the top goal scorer this season. I mean, all you have to do is look at the derby the other day. He's just not with it. He's just, his head's gone and I don't really blame him. It's sort of like the Moussa Dembele situation. Like, why Celtic should have just cashed in. As much as this season meant a lot, if they cashed in on Hudson Edward, got what he was worth, he wouldn't have had this season. And I know it's partly down to him. He has to perform as well. But his value has dropped dramatically now because of this season. And it was the same with Moussa Dembele. Celtic would have got 10 million more for Moussa Dembele had they sold him at the right time. And they didn't. And this is where we're getting to the situations where we're talking about on the huddle breakdown about the bad decision making and the lack of real authority within the club. Who's making the decisions? Why are they coming to that decision? And hopefully over the next couple of weeks we'll start to get a team together that there's a bit of accountability for this situation because you need to you need to ask why Celtic aren't spending or selling these players at their peak value if Celtic want to be a selling club. If Celtic want to be a club where they're developing talent and selling them on, then they need to buck up their act and sell the players at their highest value instead of holding them, holding on to them for one more year for no particular reason and then selling them off for less money. Let's move on to the British Super League. This is a story I'm not sure how actually how true it actually is, but it came about last year, last week when the Super League collapsed and people were sort of throwing the idea out there that a British Super League would work. Celtic Rangers would be part of that and they would move out of the Scottish League and into the Premier League and it would be an 18-team league for the bigger clubs. There's a couple of reasons why this wouldn't work and I spoke about this on Off The Ball. You might have seen the clip going about about what this would do to Scottish football. And I think over the last couple of years, if you offered me this when I was a little bit younger, 10 years ago, I would have been like, yes, absolutely. Celtic should join, join the Premier League. There are bigger clubs and they deserve to be there. And it would be brilliant for English football. But now I see the other side of it because I've gotten a lot more into the League of Ireland, which is a really small league that struggles at times with good talent going over to England. And I just think that's what the Scottish League would become if Celtic and Rangers dropped out of it. It would give opportunities to the likes of Aberdeen and Hibs and St. Johnson and St. Mirren to develop and fight for a league title that they haven't won in years and probably can't do because of the monopoly stranglehold of money that Celtic and Rangers have over the league. But it would also destroy the integrity of it. It would the SPFL wouldn't allow it, first of all, because of the amount of money that Celtic and Rangers bring in and it would fall down the pecking order. The only way that I see a British Super League working would be if they took the Scottish League in its entirety and took it over and became a massive British Super League and Celtic and Rangers went to a higher echelon and then the rest of the clubs were around about Championship League 1 level and fought it out like that, sort of like conferences. And then that's that's how it would work. But I'm not sure how popular that idea would... I, I, I'm not sure how popular the idea of Celtic and Rangers jumping ahead of the queue for the likes of, say, Norwich or Watford, who are back in the Premier League now, and Celtic and Rangers taking their place. I'm not sure how 
well they would take that but i mean that's what the idea was and outside of that we have to think about and i I mentioned this as well when i was talking about the super league because i said this is dangerous for celtic and rangers and we should do everything to oppose it even if celtic and rangers are against this the owners may take the decision that this is a brilliant idea and we should definitely cash on in on this right now but i just don't think it's the right thing to do at this point and i would rather celtic sort of sort of like the idea of the super league where the likes of everton or tottenham or well tottenham are actually in it so everton or leeds or whoever is in and around the europa league spots champions league spots that if they get their house in order they can fight for champions league football and they deserve to be there it's the same for Celtic. I think I would rather Celtic got their house in order, got a good coaching staff in there, got a good scouting system in there and earned the right to play in Europe, earned the right to play the bigger teams than for them to be plucked out of the Scottish League and put into the, the English League just because of who they are. I would rather they earned the right to play against the bigger teams, did it themselves and built something themselves rather than this idea that they're entitled to something because they're not they are not entitled to anything you have to earn it Celtic and Rangers did not get this big by just being Celtic and Rangers they got this big by earning it through decades of dominance in the Scottish League decades and I know they had extra money but that extra money comes somewhere from somewhere so they've earned the right to be the size of the clubs that they are so they need to continue to earn that right to be within Europe and be playing against the bigger sides and be a super club in Scotland and continue to be this massive pull worldwide. So that's where I stand on the idea of a British Super League. But that is a contentious one, so do let me know in the comments below what you actually think about that. So the final one is the final derby of the season coming up this weekend and Celtic are 3-0. No, they're not. They're 0-3 against Rangers this season and this is the final final game of the season that yeah it doesn't matter it really does matter Celtic can't do anything but a word to St. Johnson because I mean St. Johnson have beaten Cel- uh, Rangers more than Celtic have this season that is what that that's where we're at at the minute and that was unbelievable like crazy stuff and absolutely, like that—that's another reason why the British Super League should not happen. Because these results happen; these shock results happen all the time. And now Stephen Gerrard is going to finish this season with just the league title. I mean, even Ronnie Dyla won a do- double. <laughs> I mean, I—it's—it's it's hard not to laugh. It is hard not to laugh. I mean, Celtic have been a shit show all season, so you have to take any little bit of positives and. It's, it's pretty funny that St. Johnson have knocked Rangers out of the Scottish Cup. But we, we should use this opportunity now to this final derby of the season. You know, they're wounded. They beat us out the gap last three times. But they're you can ruin their unbeaten season. That's the opportunity that I would be. That's, exa- that's what I would be saying if I was John Kennedy going into it. Not that, you know, the season has been bad, that... We want to beat them because it's a diary match. We should be using that invincible season as a reason to beat Rangers this weekend. Because if Rangers finish this season with just the league title, they haven't gone invincible, they haven't won a double, they haven't won a treble, then 
all these players that have done that, Ayer, Edward, whatever, and people can say they don't care about these things, but they do. That's the reason they're in football. They're in football to win trophies, to set records, to be the best team that they can possibly be. And if they beat this Rangers team, then Chris Fryer can leave the club, Edward can leave the club as players who did an invincible season and did not let Rangers do an invincible season. And I think that's a pretty good record to leave Celtic with. And I would be happy enough to let those players leave. But am I confident in Celtic beating Rangers this week? Absolutely not. Because if you look at the last couple of games, Celtic have been good for 20 minutes and then Rangers score and then Celtic collapse. So all I want to see is Celtic to be that dominant at the start, make use of that dominance, score a goal, go ahead, hold that lead and potentially stop this invincible season. That's all I want. That's all I ask for at this stage of the season. With no trophies, with no Europe, with the season that's been in, just beat them once. That's all I ask. Is that difficult? I don't know. How do you think the derby is going to go? What do you think of the British Super League? What do you think of the Player of the Year? Let me know in the comments below. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We'll chat to you later. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. 
the been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.